talk about. It's amazing, I'm the reason Everybody fired up this evening I'm exhausted, barely breathing Holding on to what I believe And no matter what, you'll never take that from me My rain is as far as your eyes can see It's amazing, so amazing, so amazing Welcome, welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday at 6 to 7 p.m. On your drive home, if you're stuck in traffic or already with you at home, if you are now at home relaxing, either way, we look to bring you some good entertainment some good energy, some great songs. Because, Andy, what song was that? Oh, it's it's a nice one. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing because we know that Kwamel over in our YouTube chat loves the word amazing. Listen, if you at any point want to call into the show, give us your opinion or talk about a certain subject, feel free to do that by calling one 800 920 1580. You can also join the YouTube chat that I was just talking about at KBLA 1580 and all of our socials are the same thing. KBLA 1580. But make sure that you're following all of those socials and you're following me at Robin Ayers because you should. And I'm friendly like that and it's fun. I post some some fun things as well. Another great show. Some more. So much is going on in entertainment but I have to say I've been enjoying myself uh, looking at all of your social media pictures, all of the the Mother's Day festivities that you all have been partaking in. It's beautiful. I've been watching you with your kids and how everybody's celebrating you and the gifts and the flowers and candy and dinner dates and all of that stuff. That's been really fun to watch. So we hope that you've had a fantastic Mother's Day weekend weekend notice notice i say weekend because it shouldn't be just the day uh whatever you chose to do we hope that you had an amazing one i know i did shout out to my whole family for hooking me up it was beautiful it was nice i i I was awakened by chocolate covered strawberries and pineapples and fruit it was really cute My, my kids had done that for me in a beautiful card and uh, Robbie wound up taking, Robbie and the girls, by the way, took me to dinner. It was great. I got to take a nap. I mean, come on. It was fantastic. <laughs> that was me and how I like to get down. Okay. Uh, but hope you guys had a great, great weekend. Let's go ahead and start off our weekend by giving you a couple of updates. Uh, we want to say, Again, we had been talking about Jamie Foxx for a while. You know that he had a medical condition that he would made him go to the hospital. His daughter, Corinne Foxx, just recently talked about she shamed the media saying that, you know, people go ahead and run with stories that are false. She cleared up some things and she also said that they had a great announcement that was coming. Well, we now know what the announcement is. It's that they're hosting a game show called We Are Family that's going to be premiering in 2024, which is so great. We saw the two of them together and their interaction on uh, Beat uh, Beat Shazam, which is another great show that Jamie Foxx was 
hosting, but had now been taken over by Nick Cannon. So it's going to be really good to see him return to television with his daughter, Corinne. So congratulations to them. We have heard reports that he's now in a rehabilitation center. Listen, again, we are going to just go ahead and send prayers and extend our hands out to Jamie Foxx wherever he is in his recovering process. We just hope that it's great, and uh, we just look forward to him coming back on our screens. Big, Big screen, small screen, whichever the case is. We just want him to be healthy and happy. So uh, another congratulations we want to send out to Usher. I told you before that Usher was receiving his honorary doctorate of music in music from Berkeley College. Well, that just happened and he showed up cap and gown. He did. He, he had his speech ready and everything. And it was really nice. And he acknowledged that it was a, a blessing to have done so much of passion work. We know that everything that Usher has released for so many years has been top tier, really top tier. He's really one of the best in the game, and he has done enough to receive an honorary doctorate. So congratulations to him. That's fantastic as well. I do have a question of the day before we go ahead and get into our topics, our raw report. The question of the day is Young Jock, he's a rapper, he was seen online recently just crying. There was there was nothing else. It was just crying. It was just raw emotion. And he got a lot of backlash for that. I don't know. Again, this goes back to that conversation that we were having where people want to put you in a box and they're uncomfortable if you start to do anything else. Well, Young Jock, Young Jock was crying online. Is, is posting a video of you crying online acceptable or does it speak more to you just attention grabbing? I want to know. I'm going to ask that in our YouTube chat and I want to ask our community over there. So go ahead and post your your answer in the poll. That's question number one. I do have another question for you as we uh, go on with the show. But Andy, let's go ahead and get to the raw report. Now it's time for a breakdown. John Morant, you already know John Morant is the topic of the day, okay? He is back in the headlines. He is suspended again for gun waving. We know that. Let's break down why. Let's break down how you feel about it. Let's break down if you are disappointed or if you have more of an understanding, then you are extending him a little bit of grace. We're going to talk about all of that on the other side. We're also talking about Alabama Barker, who is Travis Barker's daughter, who is catching some some heat as well. She's 17 years old, and she just released a new song that we will play on the other side for you to give your own opinions about. She sounds like one of us. And if you are familiar with Travis Barker and his family, beautiful kids, but they are they are not they're not black. But her best friend is black. She grew up around, you know, black friends and all of that. So, of course, naturally, her music is coming across that way. So people are giving her a lot of heat. We'll let you hear it and we'll get your your uh, breakdown on that. I also want to talk about Gabrielle Union, who is talking about scarcity mindset. Ooh, that's such a good topic. How much money do you need to make in your life in order for you to no longer operate under a scarcity mindset? Well, she's talking about it. I want to see if you can identify with it or how you view what she's going through. We'll talk about all of that and so much more on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there.
Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, I realized that uh, my poll question wasn't necessarily the most clear. <laughs> and I only realized that after I had gone back and all of you had gone in there and answered. Um, I restated it. Is crying online and posting that, is that acceptable? Okay. So we're going to make that now the poll question. As you understand, I, the question of the day right now is young jock who went online saying, Or he just posted a video of him crying and he got so much heat for it because he was crying online and people are trying to box him in. But he he did post um, a a video basically saying that he was he was crying because of the world. He said it's such a wicked place at times. And so it was heartfelt. It was genuine. It was it was true, raw emotion. But he caught he caught so much uh backlash for it for some odd reason 67 percent of you right now says no crying online is not acceptable okay we'll keep that up there and get back to it i want to go ahead and introduce our uh contributor for the day nick hamilton who you know (laughs) calling in every week hello nick hamilton good to see good to hear from you how are you today good to hear from you Thank you. I'm good. My apologies. My flight came in late, so my apologies. Oh, no. No worries. No worries at all. Uh, I know you, Nick. I know you, and I know you are a sports guy. So who better to talk about John Morant than you, (laughs) Nick? Uh, Let's just fill everybody in. If you have not seen over the weekend, John Morant from the Memphis Grizzlies has been in the headlines again because of the fact that he – was suspended for waving a gun yet again. This is this comes after we just got done talking about this in early March. The very first part of March, he was suspended for waving a gun. He was flashing a gun inside of a strip club on Instagram Live. So everyone had varying opinions on that. Some people were like, how could you be so silly? Other people were like, oh, I, I get it. And, you know, this is something to learn from. Well, he said that he was going to learn. He he. Uh, when you know he had he issued an apology and said that he was going to get better he was going to learn from that experience but here we are just over the weekend he's doing it again this time his friend is on live a live stream video and John Morant who is in the passenger seat is waving a gun and so he has been suspended yet again I need to hear from you Nick um what are your opinions about this are you more so in the in the category of someone who is like listen I don't give him any sort of uh, grace whatsoever are you more disappointed what are your thoughts well I'm absolutely I'm not surprised nor am I but I am disappointed in the fact of once again he's done something that he knows better not not to do and the fact that he's able to continue to commit these types of acts I mean it's just ridiculous, and he's throwing his life away. He's throwing his career away by trying to be somebody who he's not. I mean, I wasn't surprised because, I mean, two weeks prior, he was out here at a party drinking Casamigos out of the bottle, and now he's uh, on Instagram Live by his boy actually taking the video and showing that he's learned absolutely nothing and continues to learn absolutely nothing. He's going to continue to flush 
if he's not careful and he doesn't get the right guidance, he's going to flush his, his career right down the toilet. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Fat Joe blames his friends. Former NBA player Kwame Brown blames his music and his friends. Shannon Sharp wants to place blame and say that it's the people who originally defended him, a defended Ja that he is disappointed in. What are your thoughts as to what is, you said, acting in a way that he's not. Do you believe that Ja Morant really isn't this way? Or do you believe that this is really him and it's just coming out? No, nah, I mean, he's he's a fake gangster. I mean, you're trying to be gangster. You're trying to portray an image that you really don't, you're really not about that life. And I mean, you're a dude that is ultra talented. This young man is, is an is a incredible basketball player, but he also has an incredible basketball mind. And he's a very smart young man. And so when you do such dumb things, you know, it, it, it really rears its ugly head when you open up the opportunity to have trouble. When it comes to you, you know, you open up the, you open up Pandora's box for trouble, um, because you can't sit up here and you can't say, okay, I'm trying to be one way, and then when it when you are approached with that problem, trying to be a gangster, trying to show out for Instagram, um, you're gonna you're gonna involve that element and invite that element that's negative to your circle, um, and you don't need that. You're about to make 231 million dollars for the next five years. Mm. Why would you? want to regress and blow an opportunity that so many people that so many people um you know would be give their left and right arms for mm-hmm. i just don't understand it it's absolutely yeah. appalling I-, I agree i hear that point but Here's the other thing, and I'm not sure people are just looking at the surface of John Morant and what he's doing online, but I'm not sure who's looking into his past and his background. He has been in trouble before. He has been, uh, you can just go online and, and do a quick search of that and see that he has been uh, in some legal battles before. In 2022, he was named a uh, defendant in a lawsuit because he was allegedly punching a 17-year-old kid and uh, in, a, in a pickup game. We know that he had been in, in uh, trouble in a mall before. His mom has, this is all alleged information, by the way, his mom had been into, she had gotten into an altercation in a mall and she called her son, Ja, for backup. He comes up there with the crew. You know, so, the, and this, this, these are things that are, in his past, but I think if you look a little bit deeper into it, it may it may just show a little bit of the fact that this is where he comes from and his family. Maybe these are traits of his family. So it's not just wanting to be cool. Maybe it's not just his friends or just his music, but it's all encompassing. No, nah, this is Papa Doc. This is Clarence, who, who's, who's, whose parents have a real nice marriage. I mean, this is not somebody <laughs> who comes from that element. Okay, this is a dude that chooses to have the kind of yes men and friends, so-called friends around him that don't know how to tell him right from wrong. And the fact that he's willing to listen to that. Um, And that's the sad part. He's got to all these problems since he's been in the NBA, but he's never, you know, had previous problems because he comes from a a two parent middle class. Right. Who also come from a he's trying to show out. You're you're right, and Andy actually makes the same point. His parents are they also come from a basketball. He has a, a, a an athletic family. They come from basketball, and you're right, two parent household and all of that. Andy made the same point that these are recent issues that he's had. Do you feel like it really is 
this sort of newfound fame, this newfound money, this the the friends who want to come into your life, the, the the you know like that type of lifestyle that is seems to be progressing over time. And the other question is: Is this something now at this point? Do you think that he'll learn from having been suspended, and we don't know for how long? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think sometimes you can give somebody too much too soon, and they can't handle the responsibility that comes with it. Um, he has nobody around him that 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 that, that, is, that holds him accountable for any of his actions. And until he changes his environment, until he's able to to get around people that actually truly love and care about him, and he sees that for himself, he's going to continue to screw it up until the point he will he'll be no longer in the league after a while. Um, and that's the sad part because this young man, like I said, is one of the faces of the NBA. Hmm. I do want to ask your opinion, though. Uh, a lot of us who are adults and we can look at this situation and say that's silly. We didn't grow up in a social media social media era. We did not grow up with cameras online, you know, cameras, everybody pulling out their cameras all the time. We just that's not how we grew up. But a lot of us experienced a lot of things we would not even talk about to this day. We've probably done things like that or even worse. So can we look at this and say, you know what? Sure, it may be dumb because this is his era. This is a Gen Z era that he is in. Can we still look at this and say, you know what? I can I can look at that with the not empathy, so to speak, but give him some grace because I do understand that we were all once 23. We were all once, you know, young and dumb at, at one point. Yeah, absolutely. We are all young and dumb. We all make mistakes. Even people that are older than 23 have made mistakes. But at the same time, you have to learn from those mistakes. And this is the same young man that told Jalen Rose after 11 days of being in a, in a, in a I don't know what you call it, a rehab facility, but a, in a counseling facility, that he had learned his lesson, that he understands about being a role model, what that represents. And, he, and obviously, he, obviously he, he lied straight to that man's face. Mm. Um, because his actions have lied, have, have, have not correlated with his words. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you say to Ja? Ja is, is literally sitting here. He is rich. He is taking care of family. He's taking care of friends. We see the path that he could be going down. He's sitting right here in front of you, Nick Hamilton. What do you say to Ja that could possibly get through to his head? Well, I think I think what you have to tell him is like, look, man, wise up. I mean, you're about to blow an, an incredible opportunity, and if you don't wise up, you're going to lose it before it's too late. And those people that are around you do not give a damn about you at all. And if you don't wake up and smell the coffee, man, you're going to blow it, and you're not going to be able to provide for not only yourself but your family and future generations. Man, this man has a daughter. This man is a father. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he has an ultimate responsibility to be able to to make wiser choices and be around and stop being so damn hard-headed and stop trying to be a fake-ass gangster and start being a a, 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 a a good, you know, and I mean good in the sense of making wiser choices. I mean, you're about to get $231 million, man. Sit back, play basketball, and kick it. We tell people who are in a position like this, to uh to be a role model or we just tell them that they are a role model people are looking at them young young uh aspiring athletes not just ball players but athletes are looking at them and you mentioned he does have a, a daughter he had in 2019 she's looking up to him 
whether they choose this lifestyle or not, or they have chosen this lifestyle, but whether they choose to look at themselves as a role model or not, is that something that um, is, is that an angle that you would approach? Give me just a few seconds on, is that, is that a way that you can talk to him? Because truthfully, so many people have said, you know, you need to wise up. So many of the older guys have said you need to, uh, you know, get it together. So, I mean, do you go the, the role model route? I don't think you so much go go the role model route. I think you go the real model route. Meaning, do you want to play basketball or you want to you want to be in the streets? Okay. Because you're gonna to have to make a choice. Yep. You want to be you want to be in the streets? Go be in the streets. You want to play basketball? Be one of the faces and probably one of the greatest players to play the game at some point in your career. Mm-hmm. Then play basketball and focus on that and cut and cut the nonsense loose. Period. You know what? Uh, I like that. Don't go the role model route. Go the real model route. You know what? On that note, (laughs) let's go ahead and get to our news, traffic, and sports. We are going to talk about the rest on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real Howry. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. More of The Raw Report Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. You informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to the Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. You should be, you should be Listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Happy belated birthday to Rafael Sadiq of the Tony Tony Tony. You guys know that we recently talked about the fact that they were going on, they are on tour. Go find where the concert is coming near you. You should go. You should be there, as the song says. If you are just joining us on the Raw Report, we just uh, got done talking about. Ja Morant, who has been suspended for a second time, only a couple of months after the first suspension for waving a gun, and he has found himself under fire yet again. We don't know how long he will be suspended for at this point, but let's go ahead and get Nick Hamilton, our entertainment contributor of the day, back on in here. And before we move forward, Nick, give me your thought. Give me your opinion on how long you think that uh, John Morant will be suspended or uh, what you think or what you think he deserves? Well, I think the NBA is going to absolutely have to send a message and they're going to unfortunately have to use it as an example when it comes to sending down the punishment. I think a year's, you know, maybe a half a season to a season suspension Mm. is warranted because he's going to have to learn a very valuable lesson in that. And and also, too, let's not forget, uh, the NBA don't need you. You need the NBA more than the NBA needs you. Yeah. And that's what he has to remember. And I think those are the things that he has to really focus in on. And and it also makes a reminder to everybody else in the league that, hey, this is a league um, that has been built on the backs of so many great players. But once those great players have retired, they've always been new, you know, new talent, new blood, as it were, to be able to keep the league going. And they're going to keep going even with or without John Morant. So he needs to really figure out. Uh, and realize that, you know, 
the league doesn't need him. He needs the league. And then how bad does he need the league and want to be in the league? Definitely. Wow. Well, we will see, and we will keep you posted here on the Raw Report. I want to go ahead and move on and talk about Alabama Barker, <laughs> Travis Barker's 17-year-old daughter who put out a song. And, Nick, I know you saw it. I want the I want everybody to hear it. For our listeners, just take a listen to this video and let me know what you think. We ain't together when I'm with him. He know I'm the realest. Ain't got no oppositions. All these and they feelings. Uh, but listen, who the f- Y'all talking to? I'm Alabama, get to know me, I might spaz on you. I'm walking in, it's 20 there, and yeah, I'm cool. I know I smell so good, it's Baccarat, Van Cleef perfume. Yeah, treat me like your mama, drip me out of some designer, ice me out like boy, I'm wildin'. You know the type of energy, don't treat me like it's ten of me. You better not be texting, treat your. Oh, okay, Nick, first thoughts. I mean, say you weren't even looking at the video. You just heard the song. What are your thoughts automatically off the, off just off listening to it? Not impressed, but I'm actually <laughs> willing to listen to something else that she may have because I think that we need to, you know, does she really have talent? You know what I mean? I okay. mean, does she really have something there or is it just, is, is, or does she not? I mean, I think it's just that simple. I think. Um, I'm willing to listen to something else. If she has something else that comes out and it's still like whack, then I'm like, okay, get her off, get her off the stage. Where's the Sandman? Pull her off the stage. Mm. Okay, well, let's go ahead and and talk about Fahima's comment here. She says Alabama L Barker <laughs> did an excellent job of culturally appropriating and imitating someone she's not, and that pretty much aligns with all of the comments or a lot of the comments. I'll say. Uh, that that Alabama was receiving a lot of people don't like it it sounds like a black girl she looked she was giving the swag like a black girl uh her best friend Jody Woods who is the younger sister of influencer entrepreneur Jordan Woods who is in a very advanced lifestyle I'll say she's the same age as my girls who they are night and day difference though and Alabama by the way who is Travis Barker's daughter, also experiences an advanced lifestyle. They are exposed to just about everything and they are, they're, they're, they're unlimited. Travis Barker is very close with his kids and he has, he's very fluid in the way that he raises his kids. So there are not many restrictions on them and he's, he's just open and pretty much allows them to do all things. So with that being said, she Again, I guess the best way for me to describe it is advanced. She's exposed and she's advanced and she has a lot of black friends. And so do you feel, do you agree with Fahima that she is culturally appropriating black, the black community? Um, I don't know about that. I mean, you also got to figure out who wrote the song too. Because if somebody black wrote the song, I mean, come on, she's on a heavy like who wrote the song, right? So I think it just comes to a point where you got to figure out those origins and then you can make those determinations whether she's culturally appropriating or not. Maybe, like you said, she's hanging around black friends. She's picked up, you know, some some tidbits of culture. And she's, you know, she's expressing that. I don't really know. Um, Like I said, I'm willing to hear something else she has. And if something else she has sounds different than what I just heard, and she actually has some talent, then let's see what's up. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the fact of of them seeing someone who is white, who have who's been brought up around like just in a privileged background, which we know that Alabama has been. And pretty much if, if, if growing up around black people or if you or growing up in the hood, in some ways, a lot of people will allow that to pass. But if that is not necessarily your story, as in Alabama Barker, 
people have a problem with that. That is the the the, the biggest thing. So unlike what you're saying, who wrote this? Who wrote the song? Or you having black friends now? Does it matter that you came from a more privileged background, pretty much with a all white community? Does that matter at all? Or are you looking at right now? Does that does that? Uh, which one are you more so looking at? Well, my my whole thing is there's some black there's some black rappers that do the same thing. They come from privileged backgrounds. They come from suburbia, and they act like they the hardest of the hardest mm. when you listen to them rap. And people, they, they eat it up. You know what I'm saying? People in our community eat it up. They don't say a word all the time. You know what I mean? So why is it any different for, for her? If it's going if it, if it's not culturally appropriate or it's not it's not kosher for one person to do it, then it shouldn't be kosher for no, nobody to do it. I mean, I think it should be equal across the board. Such as Ja Morant. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Good point, Andy. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi says they love our rhythm, but they don't want our blues. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. And I, I, I hear that for sure. And I wonder if that still applies to Alabama. Who will look at it just and say, you know what, you're you're talented? Or are you going to negate the, her talent simply because of her background, who she is, and uh, what she's sort of portraying herself to be? I don't know. That's just, I guess, a question for for one to, to ask themselves. Uh, she also says she's giving Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks's son who often talks about, he talks with a Jamaican accent and people had a real huge problem with it. A lot of people, but then black women had a tendency to really like that about Chet Hanks. So is it, it depends on who you're talking to. I saw someone in the comments say, you know what? I'm flattered that Alabama wants to rap like that, that she wants to have this swag. I'm flattered because it shows you how much you love the black culture. I guess maybe another fair point. I can't I can't necessarily knock everybody has their own opinion. I can't necessarily knock that. Uh, well, I think Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks is a culture vulture. I mean, that's a totally different conversation. I think Alabama, when you look at Alabama, Parker, I think you got, like I said, you got to see some more body of work. If she continues on this path and she continues to, to not totally respect the culture the way it should be respected, then, yeah, you do have to have that type of conversation. Um, but I think also, too, everybody was talking about, oh, yeah, they, they love our rhythm but don't want our blues. Well, then stop giving them the damn rhythm. How about that? Well, we don't give people the rhythm. They just take the rhythm. I think that's uh, that's the argument. All, not, so, like, if we're do, if we're not co- always, uh, but a lot of the times, if we're making up dances on TikTok and 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 we, this has been an entire conversation. Oftentimes, they have mm-hmm. access to it. They will take it. They will use it. They will mm-hmm. perfect it. They will go and use it in in their industry. Make money off of the content that was created by someone black. So, I think that is more so the narrative that uh, than anything. I mean, I, I hear your point though. I, I I'm. I can't knock anybody for their opinions on the matter. I stand more so with the person who's like a little bit more flattered. I, li- I listen to the song. I'm like, you know what? It's actually not bad. It's not a bad song. It's, it's kind of a bop. It's all right. Yes, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I'd be willing to listen to some more. But uh, I'm not saying that I would get behind her and be, you know, fan of Alabama. But the music itself, if I wasn't looking at the video, I'd probably li- I'd probably say, who is that? That's interesting. You know, listening to that generation. Um, let's go ahead and move on to this conversation about a scarcity mindset who Gabrielle Union says that she feels. Uh, let's play this clip very, very quickly to give people an idea of what we're talking about here. I struggle with that still just because I, 
I think I just have more responsibilities, you know, for my money. So I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I, am I, do I, do, am I going to have enough to, to, to hold everybody up? And, and, and everyone's like, it's coming, like, calm down. And I'm trying to find peace in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine, which is hard. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that it is like, you better work, you better work, you better work. Interesting. How do you feel about this, Nick? I know everything um, that Gabrielle is saying is relatable in the sense that Black people as a whole, generally speaking, we come from a place where there is a scarcity mindset. And even when you do well for yourself, it's hard to let go of that. Is that something that you can relate to? Do you understand where she's coming from? And then I also want to talk about how do we get rid of that? How do we get rid of that mindset? Because I can tell you other cultures who don't think about that at all. They they have a, a complete abundance mindset. They think everything is going to come in abundance, but we operate, unfortunately, in scarcity. Well, I, I mean, first of all, I think you got to have confidence in yourself. You got to have confidence in what you do. And I think that woman needs therapy. I really do. And I'm not saying it to be funny. I think there's some things, some issues she needs to resolve within herself that happen to pour over into something else that happens to be marriage or what she believes it is. Because if you trust your partner, you know, to the degree, then what's the point? You might as well just be by yourself if that's how you feel. And she's entitled to feel how she wants to feel, but it's just to a point where I look at it like, why are you with somebody? Just be by yourself or, you know, find that person that you say you trust and then have a conversation and then figure it out and come to some clear terms and understanding. Um, you know, I don't. I think she, she's living some things that she didn't release from her past relationships, and that's bleeding into her decision-making process as she mm. moves forward, and that's never a good thing. Well, in case you were wondering, this is according to Google, and we know that there are a lot of people who say you cannot get this information off Google, but it does say that Gabrielle's net worth is $40 million, and her husband, Dwayne Wade, his net worth is $170 million. But according to her, they split everything in their household 50-50, but they each individually take care of other families. So her, her family, other people in her life, Dwayne and his family, other people. In, in in his life and so that's that's actually just a deeper conversation that at some point I really would love to get into what is the what are the standards for black people specifically who come into money and what is expected of them and is something expected of them or do we put our our is that onus on us are we saying listen now that I've made it I have to take care of my people and so I'm not sure about about how <laughs> how to get rid of it, but that's something that I want to dig into at some other point in time. But listen, Nick, as always, I truly appreciate you calling into the Raw Report. Safe travels to wherever you are headed, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you online, Nick. Oh, thank you, Robin. I appreciate you, and uh, thank you for, for having me on once again. 
Catch me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. And make sure y'all check out my homegirl, my friend, Robin, every weeknight on The Rob Report. Y'all make sure you to tap in and tune in. Hey, I appreciate you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right, thank you. You too. When we come forward, we will have your who's got next, something a little bit different for you. We also got your what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, as you know, I'm often asking all of you to send me who you think got next. And I want to make sure that I, I pay attention to that and that I honor that as well. So this comes from one of you. And I appreciate you so much getting into this beautiful woman's voice. Her name is Shamikia Copeland. Let's go ahead and play her song. Clouds opened up, rain pouring from the sky. I'm in the air, trying to flag a ride, but the cabs don't go to my part of town. They just passing me by, not even slowing down. So I'm gonna walk until I ride. I'm gonna keep. They can try to take my freedom They can't take my pride I'm gonna walk, walk, walk until I ride Four in the morning My baby child was crying Fever he had Kept on burning high Grabbed the phone Dialed 911 When I told him Shamikia Copeland, that is called Walk Until I Ride. And you're right, Penny Thompson says it's got a down-home blues vibe. Pretty Brown Mimi says she kind of likes it. Sounds like Leela James, nice vibe. You know what? And that's so true. Who are we to say what types of genres are going to to, (laughs) give us someone who's got next? Who, Who are we to say? I love something different. I remember going into what, what do you call those? Um, they're the like where cowboys go and they do the like little dances. What do you call those, Andy? 
a saloon. Thank you so much. I've actually done that. I've gone in just to have a different vibe for the night, and it's been so cool. And uh, DJ Black says she sounds like Jill Scott with some blues. That's very cool. I think it's very interesting and so fun, especially when you open yourself up to different music, different plays, different types of concerts. It will change your world. So definitely yeah, definitely. Fahima says that's authentic blues. So shout out to Shamikia Copeland. Walk until I ride. All right. So let me tell you. Ooh, look at how it speeds up. That's giving church. Yes, that's giving church. I'm gonna walk, hey. Black music is not one dimensional. Thank you. We are not just hip hop, R&B, and rap. Thank you so much for saying that. DJ Black 909. What I do not want you to miss, okay, I have gotten into it. It's it's a it's a it's an old school show, but I'm bringing it to the new school, getting my family involved in it and everything. The show is called Suits. Oh my goodness. The show is called Suits. It is an incredible show. And uh, you can watch it on Peacock. You can see wherever else it may be playing. But it's about a big time Manhattan corporate lawyer and his team. And they basically bring on someone who is a, a, an associate, but he has not gotten his law degree. They're sort of helping him. He's he's under the guise of a true lawyer, but he's not. It is such a good show. I want you to catch up with me. I'm watching that show like I'm binge watching it. I'm doing my thing. OK, so I want you to catch up with me if that's. You know, in your wheelhouse, if you like lawyer talk, it's not just lawyer talk. It's just it's so good. You got to check it out. It is on Peacock. That's what I do not want you to miss for not just tonight. Binge watch it like me. Don't miss it all week, all month, whatever. <laughs> uh, yes, you guys, I am following you. He said, what are her socials? Please Google her. I do not know Shamikia Copeland's socials but please follow her oh deborah chicoa thank you so much it's also on prime she said it's a great show yes and it does star yes it has megan markle as well mimi thank you so much for mentioning that it is really a great show i think you guys would truly like it and catch up to where i am i don't know exactly where i am but catch up <laughs> listen it has always been uh, a great show and uh, i appreciate you guys just as i always do Thank you to Nick Hamilton who called in. Make sure you guys follow him, Sirius XM, as well as Nightcast Media. He is uh, great. We truly value him here at The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. And as you already know, we got another hot show coming right up. Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. The show topic tonight is do modern day women still need a still need men? Hmm. Makes you makes you question, makes you wonder. Listen, I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.